it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to the Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. We're here with Chip Kelly, who uh, has stepped into the interview booth. I am surrounded by fake hedges. Yeah, you are. It looks this it looks is, nice, huh? Where are we at, Georgia? <laughs> you like it? We got an Athens little, theme here. You need a little brick. This is nice. Little little red. Do you notice how they put my name up though? They Everyone did. else has a station. Yeah, they have a station. You just. I mean, it's like a local you're, access you're show. A brand. We talk to our players because I've heard that too much. You know, I want to. I want to take care of my brand and I yeah. want to do this and it was actually Yogi Roth did a great job and he said let's just spitball with an idea we had a whiteboard up and he said name the top 50 brands in the USA yeah and just start yelling them out and guys started yelling them you know Nike yeah Coca-Cola Chevrolet and they went through the whole thing and the only name on the board was Jordan huh. and the, the the gist of it was let's not worry about working on your brand when just how about you just work on yourself getting a little bit better and yes i think people there are many people that have a brand like that so yeah, we're, we're i did something john Canzano but you know what there. i never set out with that as the brand oh i just did my thing yeah you know like i don't know yeah and they kept me around so who knows <laughs> hey you were mentioning you got up early this morning yes you went out into the into the las vegas world yes and uh, it's like 93 degrees at seven fifteen in the morning i don't understand it I don't, I don't know, just, like, you have a choice in life of where you're going to be. Like, I don't know why this is comfortable to people. But but the people who lived here, somebody in their family said, this is the spot. Could have been generations ago, could have been last year. Yeah. But somebody made that decision. They did. And I guess it's, you know, it's like if you live in a really cold place all year long. Like, that's yeah. just, you like it. I just, no. not for me. I, I like Moderation. I did. I was covering uh, Big Ten football and basketball in like the late '90s. I was covering Indiana, Bob Knight, and yeah. I did the same thing with people. It was nine degrees, and I go, "Why? Why are you here? Who in your family did this to you that made this home?" I got off a plane when I was at Oregon recruiting. In we were in Fargo, North Dakota, getting gas, and the guy said, "He said, Coach, you can go in, and if you have to use the restroom." He said, but you may want to put a jacket on. And I'm a big, tough guy. I'm from New Hampshire. I'm like, I'm good. I got off, and it was like I got hit with a two-by-four. And I ran as fast as I could to the FBO. It was only like 20 yards away. And I looked, the guy looked at me. I looked stunned. And I was like, what's the temperature? And he said, it's minus 37. <laughs> and, I was, and I said the same. I always said, yeah. I said, why do you live here? Like, what is yeah. What's the fun of that? Yeah, no good. I'm good. I'm good where we are now. Yeah, it's, yeah. By the way, where are you living right now? What's the in, What's the area? We live in uh, the South Bay, so I live in Manhattan Beach. Pretty nice. It's 73 today. Yeah, I've looked at it like 10 times on my phone. <laughs> Very mild. What is it? What is it? Yeah. It's mild because we're right by the ocean. You get visitors. Do you have your friends? We do have a lot yeah, of visitors. Come out. Oh, I need. We to have go a lot on. more visitors in different places that live. We've had the most visitors in Manhattan Beach oh, of than course. I've had of anywhere we left. That's pretty nice, though. People still want to see you. That's good. Yeah, I think it depends yeah. on where I am. So this, you know, th- I, I got a little wispy when I saw you on the thing because I thought this might be our last one-on-one. I know. Face-to-face. You're, you're going to have to go back l- to your Big Ten route. You're leaving yeah. or you might have to get another job somewhere else someday. Come back to the conference. or Come back to the Conference of Champions. Well, uh, how are you feeling about this last year? We feel good. I, yeah. I really like our overall team depth. We lost uh, a gr- two great players in Dorian Thompson-Robinson and Zach Charbonnet. Um, yeah. 
but we have more depth at those positions than we ever had. I think because Dorian played so many games, it was hard to recruit another quarterback. Yeah. You know, after his freshman year, you're trying to convince kids it's going to be an open competition, and they're like, I got you, Coach, but I think I'll go somewhere else. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> and his last year, we got a chance to recruit a couple of really good kids, and then we brought in two more kids this year. So I think we've got four or five kids right now at the quarterback spot, so our depth is better. And it's the same thing at the running back spot. Our depth is better. We had Zach, and then we got Small after him. Now we've got three or four other big backs. We have a transfer from Kent, uh, Ball State and Carson Steele, mm-hmm. who's a really good player. Um, took a transfer from Army, who's 245 pounds. We had a young freshman running back last year, TJ Harden, who's TJ played really well. Was you know was our leading rusher in the bowl game, ran for 130 mm-hmm. yards in the bowl game. So I think overall our depth is better. It's just we don't have the experience that we had. You've before. never been afraid to play young guys though, too. No, Mariota, DeAnthony, DeAnthony, yeah. Michael, and Kenyon played yeah. early. Um, I, I think it's always the best players have to play. Because if not, the players in the locker room know, like, this kid's really good. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't matter. You'd be like, you know, DeAnthony Thomas. I remember the first time DeAnthony Thomas touched the ball in practice. And Mark Helfort just looked at me and was like, what was that? I was like, I, I, I hadn't seen anything like that in my life. And I was like, whoa, okay. It's a video game. It, it was a video game. And Mar- Marcus was similar. He was, you know, he, I think I remember he th- he went boom and threw the ball over there and I was like yeah. why did you go there and it was his fifth option Yeah, it was like practice two he said coach I don't know what you call the coverage but there was a lot of guys over there and there was nobody over there and he goes yeah. was I right I go yeah you were 100% right yeah. I just didn't know how fast he processed it Yeah, and I remember walking away going wow this kid's going to be special Yeah, and, Have you, and he was he's you know I, I think he's done fine in the NFL and you know that, that league better than anybody like it's circumstance and your surroundings are huge help us understand kind of what he's gone through in his career changing coaches changing coordinators changing you know i think that's a difficult deal and when you look at the guys who are ultimately the most successful they stayed at the same organization for the same for the long time and they had the same coach and they had the same system so you know you look at you can argue right now it's brady and then you look at aaron Rodgers' success it was always with green bay and then finally in year 18 he leaves to go you know, Tom was there for 20. Yeah. Mahomes is, has had the same head coach and the same coordinator. And it's also the talent around him. You know, you can – there's such a fine line in the NFL with talent is that, you know, when you have a, a Hall of Fame tight end in Travis Kelsey, that's a that's a really big deal. Yeah. You know, and I think the same thing for um, Brady in, in, in New England with Gronk, who's a Hall of Famer. You know, and when you look at some of those years, they went out and got Randy Moss and they went out and got players. And so to be able to have the surrounding cast special, too, I think yeah. is is part of putting it all together. We always say that the pro game, you know, you see stuff in the college game go to the pro game. But in this era with the transfer portal, is it like free agency? Can you learn from the pro game or no? Yeah, I Too hear much? that analogy, but the difference in the transfer portal in NFL free agency is an NFL free agency you know exactly who the free agents are going to be. John Canzano's in the last year of his yeah. contract. If they don't re-up yeah. him, he's available. Scott Markley's in the last year of his contract. So there's yeah. a list of these 100 guys are free agents. 25 of them re-signed, 75 are free agents. You, you turn around in, in this day and age and you, you get a phone. Like, hey, such and such is in the portal. You're like, he is? Yeah. How did he? Why is he? Like, yeah. what? Uh, Everybody's and, a free and every, agent. And you got to yeah. move fast. So there are some times where you just, you don't know. And it's. You know, we've had we had kids committed to us that a half hour before they were supposed to show up on campus, left to go somewhere else, and it's there's no deadline. Like if we were going to sign you as a free agent, yeah. you would sign a contract, and we know we have you. Right. As a no, a kid says I'm coming, but until he shows up on campus, you don't know <laughs> if he's actually coming. Yeah. So, um, 
I, don't, I get that analogy that it's like for you, but it, yeah. it's really not. It's worse. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's different. It's tricky. Uh, so how do we fix that part of it? Do you do you say to a kid you have to commit on a certain date? You know, I don't want to take away the right for yeah. the kid to earn. I, but, I think you know. I think the toothpaste's not going back in the tube. So they should have the ability. I don't understand the two windows. Yeah. So one of them is after spring ball. Well, in the NFL, you don't get to go to OTAs in mandatory minicamp and then make a decision in June you didn't like what happened in OTAs and mandatory minicamp, so now you're going to go on the portal. Is You have a window to go on the portal, and if, if you want to bet on yourself and stay with your school through spring, then you stay in. Yeah. If you think it's not going to be right, then you leave. But yeah. I don't know why there's two windows. Just like I don't yeah. know why there's two signing days. Like, yeah. why do we have a December signing day and a February? Just have one signing day. Only one wedding. Yeah. Should be one so wedding. There's one wedding. So I think yeah. one way to clear up the portal is that here's your time to go in, and you better be well thought out And when you're going in. And if not, you got to wait till the next year. And there shouldn't be a loophole for grad students either because that's a – they threw that in there every yeah. once in a while. Well, he's a grad student, so we can – because I'll get – kid just went in the portal. I'm like, you can't go in the portal. The portal's closed. Well, he's a grad student. I'm like, why is that? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I yeah. think it has to be a little bit more uniform. Yeah. Um, they still should have the right. I think every kid should have the decision if they want to leave, that they can leave. But I think you also have to put a, a time on when they can leave and when they when you yeah because it's not you can't run a program if you don't know who's there and who's no, going to be that, there. That's where, the, you... that's where I think the coaches get frustrated yeah. from a roster management standpoint. You're not sure. All right, so. let's do this again. Let's not make this the last time. No. All right, do a phone interview or something. Sure, or we go Big Ten Media Day. We'll do. We could do that. We get you back right. out to that. It's in All Indianapolis. Right. Says everyone right. told me. <laughs> It's in Indianapolis, so you get back oh, to your roots. Awesome. I'd love to be out in Indiana again. Where, where would you rather be next July? I'll tell you what. Vegas or Indy? Yeah. Indoor? Outdoor. Indoor. Indoor? Yeah. soil. Okay. Chip Kelly, thank you. All right, buddy. Good, good, good to see you. John. The Bald Face Truth with John Canzano. Live from Pac-12 Media Day in Las Vegas. Pac-12 Media Day. I've got Kenny Dillingham, Arizona State head coach. And for a lot of Duck fans out there, former Oregon coordinator. You miss Oregon? No, you don't. This time of year, yeah. it's nice out there this time of year. <laughs> yeah. It's hot in Arizona this time of year. <laughs> yeah. Nice there. All right, you can say that. Uh, what's that been like for you? Okay, you get your feet on the ground now, and it's just go, isn't yeah. it? It's just go. I mean, you're, you're never ready for the opportunity, but you're always prepared. You know, yeah. so I was prepared for everything that came my way, but yeah. it's impossible to be, quote-unquote, ready. You had your, I, I don't know, are you the youngest head coach in Power 5? To be honest, or? I don't know. You probably are. That you probably, nobody's told you you are. That, but let me ask you this. You had Mike Norvell. You had Dan Lanning. Those were young guys. And I think both were the youngest at, at the time. Do you learn anything watching those two guys in, in fairly early parts of their head coaching career? 100%. I mean, when I look at Mike Norvell, that's essentially my mentor in this profession. And when he took over Memphis at the time, when I went with him, I got to see him – not change but adapt to his new role not as an offense coordinator but as the leader and how he took his time to try to build and establish the culture that he wanted that was different than ones that were of the past that yeah. i've been a part of with him so uh there's too long of a list to talk about how many things i learned from coach norvell yeah. but it's it's most of what we do we interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the ball hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.